0: And everyone, welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name is Nathan, and welcome back to a brand new debate style show. With no name so far.
1: Which we're calling Come on. We discussed this. You know what the title of the show is. Tell the people.
0: Master Debaters.
1: Yes!
0: (laughs) Don't laugh at him, Scott.
1: Vindication.
0: (laughs) Vindication! but yeah i'm here with obviously that was the lovely lovely voice of one jimmy baxter and scott is here as well scott how's it going
2: oh okay don't compliment my voice either yeah
0: i i won't don't worry your
1: voice your voice is lovely scott if you won't do it i will thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) Scott, obviously we are right in the middle of a storm at the moment. How how is your storm preparations going? Are you surviving? Yes, I'm surviving. I I didn't plan on going outside today,
2: so I managed. This managed to work out well for me. I've got a valid excuse. Like, oh yeah, I would, I would come, but you know that storm and everything, you know, I could blow away in a easy
0: wind, you know. <laughs> Were you like sixty pounds or something? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you back in the bunker from the Royal Rumble review?
2: Yeah, I still got some. I've still got some Iron Brew left over at Old Jimmy's through a
0: March. <laughs> March. <laughs> entire entire month. Jimmy, how, how's New Jersey? Does it look any different in a uh, storm or when it's not?
1: No, I mean it's pretty gray and miserable most of the time. So you know it's it's okay, but it's the same. All we've just been getting a... is rain. It's like fucking Seattle. Oh, for those for those who don't know, Seattle is like America's London. It's just gray and rainy, a lot of fog. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. London is beautiful.
1: <laughs> I mean, one man's trash. You know what they say.
0: We have a giant Ferris wheel.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: do, you, yeah okay. do you have a giant Ferris wheel?
1: There's like a few.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we are four.
1: There, there's more than four. There was yeah. one down the shore until a hurricane destroyed it. There's, like, a few that are in malls. In malls? We'll inside are in the malls. Inside, the yeah, at the Garden State Plaza, I think, there's, like, a... Uh, or, no, there's the one up in Nyack that's inside the... You can see it as you drive up to it. It's, like, inside the mall as you go in. It's like What's a David the Bustle point? Center. I don't know. You see a better look at the stores? I like how you said one was there
2: until a hurricane blew away, like... This has me thinking the thing just picked up into the sky with people still on and just blew up fucking away. <laughs> yeah. it,
1: it was on a pier. It was This was during Superstorm Sandy or whatever it was called at the time. It was down the shore. It was on the end of like a dock or whatever, like, and it like crumbled into the ocean. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was real bad. It was real terrible. No one died, thankfully, um, except for like this one guy who was just like, yeah, fucking Jersey. And then, of course, he died a horrible death, but, you know, he will be remembered in our hearts and in our minds.
0: I would want that put on my team state if I died via Ferris wheel.
1: (laughs) He died as he lived?
0: (laughs) On a Ferris wheel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's really sad. Like, or, like, you could just picture the sad walking away music from The Incredible Hulk as you're just (laughs) alone inside of a car on a Ferris wheel just going around and around. You get to the guy, like working it and he's just like so man you getting off anytime soon no that, no man no I, i'm good here. I'm good here there no man i've
0: got a, i've got a podcast to do in a minute so i'm just gonna do it on here
1: i got a bunch of iron brew um just,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just 16 iron brews in a shit podcast to make on his ferris wheel
1: speaking of shit also a bucket because you're gonna be in there all day
2: Uh, Are we just just implying that I'm on a Ferris wheel here? Because that's what it's sounding like here.
0: Yeah, and it's also raining. And there's just so many police sirens
1: in the background. They're (laughs) trying to get you off the Ferris wheel. Sir, it's been three weeks! (laughs) Are you okay? I could use a hot dog, mate!
2: (laughs) The one time I really remember seeing a a Ferris wheel in, in Glasgow is whenever the Christmas market is up in George Square. So for like a month it's just a random Ferris wheel as part of the market and then it just disappears by January.
0: It's got to be a big lorry. How do you get it there? I have no idea.
2: So
0: who like, like who just thought, thought they were
2: down, a good so idea? I don't know. How, how
0: come I know? My, who just went, you know what, I'd like to go circular and be higher but also <laughs> stay still. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I'd like fast. to go. I'd like to go nowhere but up, but I don't want to do it vertically. I want to take some extra time, really enjoy the ascent. <laughs> it's just I somebody who look-
0: loves horizontal and vertical. I want to do it both at the same time. To that able to look-
1: ship swing. I'm not about that.
2: Nah. I want to be able to look at the same that I've lived in my entire life just from a higher angle. <laughs> 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 For some reason. <laughs>
0: Oh, Ferris wheels are shit. Pretty much. That's really what we're getting at. Uh, guys, can I nominate someone for the Big Time in Fuck's Hall of Fame? Ooh, a new Big Time in Fuck's Hall of Fame. Let's go. Yeah, Big Time in Fuck's Hall of Fame. I'd like to nominate the boss, Sasha Banks.
1: Uh, present, I uh, show your work.
0: Show my work. My work uh, resides upon a WWE-produced podcast, something that makes you think of production quality. Now, obviously, here at Rogue Opinions, production quality is the number one priority. Higher uh, on the Yep, audio quality is essential to what we do at all times. Do you know what none of us are doing right now? We are not sat in a salon having our nails done with the sound of, like, some sort of presumably nail file or drill. Or I don't know what the fuck that sound was whilst we're being interviewed on a professional podcast if you've listened to last week's after the bell with one Corey graves you will just hear sasha banks talk and then just a whirring sound think isaac yankum ddt's entrance music just for like 10 20 seconds at a time throughout the entire interview and i I understand her gimmick is that she's above everyone, but no one's above audio quality. <laughs> Damn right. And it was just irritating. So I think she, I think she took one step too far. She shot from the hip and failed. So I'd she like went to into
1: business in... for herself, brother, brother.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, just don't do it. It's just a horrible whirring noise, and when you're wearing headphones, that's quite irritating.
1: Yeah, so I think
0: it's, I'd like to put her in the hall of fame.
1: Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. She can go in. Yeah. damn right. Yeah, Scott, do you agree?
2: Yeah, I, I don't really like Sasha Banks anyway, so fuck her. Oh shit! Really? What she did to you? No, she was good for a while, but you know, I've I've moved on. Clearly, WWE hasn't.
0: She was just like a fired.
2: Well, no, I just I just don't care
0: about her as much as I thought as I used to. Well, she's bringing out a rap album. What do you think about that?
1: You going to buy it? No. You know it's going to be awful, right? Like, it's just going to be awful. Her
0: cousin's Snoop Dogg, so... Yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. So I finished that sentence and then realized what you said. (laughs) It's going to be so shit.
1: It's not Uh, going to be very good. Speaking of so shit, uh,
0: we've got an idea for a show.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Oh, I thought we were gonna get on to some uh, XFL talk, but let's go. We can talk about the XFL if you want. We got time. Well, I just figured with that uh, with that uh whole segue of speaking of so shit, uh the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay uh, Vipers, ladies and gentlemen, got fucking demolished. Twenty three to three. Hardly even showed up. Really specifically just because they're from Florida and I want to just rip them a new like a new one for being so shit. Um but your New York Guardians, currently in first place with the dominant performance, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're watching the XFL, good. And if you're not, do it again. How did the Battle Hawks do? The, they have the best name. The Battle Hawks is a really solid fucking name. I, I believe the Battle Hawks won.
0: Sick. The
1: Lu- I think they're the St. Louis Battle Hawks, right? Oh, is that why one of them did the Randy Orton pose?
0: Because he's also from there
1: uh i know wasn't that the guy on the wildcats when they scored a touchdown i, I don't know jimmy uh the battle hawks are one and zero they defeated the re- the dallas renegades on sunday yeah Yep. yeah everyone remembers the renegade fond
0: memories of that <laughs> wcw legend of course Someone, um, I was listening to 83 Weeks earlier today at the time of recording and someone sent in a question to Eric about why didn't they call him the Alternative Warrior. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious.
2: I'm just looking at some of the, these XFL team names. The the DC Defenders might be my favourite because it just sounds like a D-list DC comic from like the 90s.
0: Yeah, it does actually. We got You had that Netflix show, didn't you, where it was all together, wasn't it? Defend oh no, the CW show, was it Defenders of Tomorrow?
2: That's no, Legends of no, Tomorrow. And... I think the Legends Defenders of Tomorrow Marvel and
1: one. Marvel's the Defenders. Oh, okay. Well there you go. You were you were like a third of the way there. It, it it's, <laughs> you know, you get you get credit.
0: I got four things wrong in that one sentence. <laughs> so so that's should I
1: So should I assume that you're that you're backing the St. Louis Battlehawks, Nathan and Scott? You're doing uh, you're firmly behind the D.C. Defenders. Well, I'm just going
2: I'm going with with, what one names I like better. I was between that or the Dallas Renegades, but I think I'll go I'll stick with the Defenders.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go Battlehawks all the way. They're gonna win, just like when I said the Chiefs would win the Super Bowl in September.
1: You think that the first XFL champions uh, in their the reboot is going to be the uh, DC Defenders?
0: I don't think. I know. You... No, I said the Battlehawks. Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, Battlehawks. My bad. I don't think I know. They're going to win. 100%. Guaranteed. You heard it here. Probably not first. But... I'm advising everyone now to go on whatever betting company the XFL is affiliated with and bank everything on the Battle Hawks.
1: Do you see that they have the, the betting odds like in the score, like the scoring section on the bottom of the screen? Like it says what the over under is. Yeah, it's because you Americans love to throw money at shit. No, no, <laughs> not not just Americans. Just low lives with no other, you know, sort of, like, excuse but to, like, throw money at things. How do you bet on a new league when you have no idea what you're looking at? You that's look what I want to know. You
0: look at the names and then make wild predictions. It's like,
1: that's like so what I've just done. Realistically, you would think that a dragon could beat a <sighs> viper. So I'm going to go with the dragons this week, guys. I think that's my, uh, and then a wildcat. Could he go up? Could he go up against the battle hawk or the battle hawk's going to fly away on them? Who knows? I don't know, man. It's a battle hawk. It's clearly prepared for battle. It Otherwise, why would they call it a battle hawk? Truly <laughs> is. I think the only the only name I don't agree with technically is the Tampa Bay Vipers, because like vipers are the only thing that isn't in Florida. You can find every other living creature in Florida because it is a terrible swampy wasteland, but they don't have vipers. It's the one thing they don't have. They should have just been called the Tampa Bay Florida men. <laughs> Yeah, Florida man, Arrested
0: yeah. for ruining XFL with Viper. <laughs> with
1: Viper, yeah, but they were they were awful. They lost twenty three to three, and I think you know the 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 New York Guardians they're uh, they're going to do pretty well. But I, I have a feeling that the Roughnecks are going to come out close to the top this season. They seemed really good. Yeah, I mean,
0: probably how rough
1: are their necks? <laughs> Real, I mean, so rough that they're beat red from all of the. Like. Are they
0: just a load of like f- between 35 and 50 year old men who don't put sun cream on?
1: <laughs> and work, so on, and an extreme work on oil, rigs,
0: yes. Yeah, so their skin is just leather. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to back them. Because they, uh, like, hard work, fair wage. That's what hard they live work. by.
1: <laughs> the, working, the working class football team.
0: Yeah. It's just a <laughs> lot of collar, people. Yeah. Before they do every play, they will take a drag on a cigarette. The Houston
1: Labor Party. That's their name. <laughs> the, the Houston Labor Party.
0: They have to see their union rep before every play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you like the idea of hearing the plays getting called every once in a while, too? Like, during the games? Do you, do you like that aspect of it?
0: Yeah, I like being able to hear what's going on. I thought that was really cool, like, with the refs and everything, where they were having their little conference. I thought and, that was uh, cool.
1: What do you think of the scoring? Like after they score a touchdown, where they have the ability to score one, two, or three extra points by running another play. Do you do you like that, or do you prefer kicking the field goal or the extra point rather?
0: I think kicking the field goal is always just a bit. It's just a bit boring. I think so. This adds a bit of excitement to it or extreme mm-hmm. to it. I like them getting interviewed after everything as well. Like the guy who missed the field goal. And then that interviewer was like, what happened out there? And he was just like, I've got to go. He just ran off. No, <laughs> remember the, what game, that was, that was really funny.
1: <laughs> during the LA Wildcats game, it was like early in the first quarter. And uh, one of the guys on the Wildcats got like a penalty and he was coming off the field. So they went to fucking interview him. And he's like pissed because he got a penalty. So he rips his helmet off and they're talking to him and he's like fine for like two seconds. And as the mic is getting pulled away from him, he's like, "And we're just trying to do our fucking jobs here starting to do our fucking jobs, like that. And they had to they had to cut away, and they they dropped like six f bombs over the course. Like they're putting the f back in football, ladies and gentlemen. It's for the love of the game. This is the XFL. This is
0: the XFL. But I'm gonna stop this conversation here because it's far too friendly. <laughs> and they there are way too much. This is we yeah we're we're all getting on a little bit too much, and we we're all. We're all pretending there's no elephant in the room and the elephant in the room is angst because there's a lot of nerds and a lot of people out there that need some questions answered.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And these are questions that have been tearing the nerd community apart. So we're going to transition just straight into master debaters.
1: Yes. <laughs> don't act like you don't love
0: that name. And I'm just going to we're just going to jump straight in. Boise, because I'm going to throw these questions out. They need answering now all right go ahead are, are we ready we'll ready to yeah. take sides and tear people apart who is more likely to ruin the oscars by turning up in blackface lieutenant aldo rain or brad pitt from inglorious bastards or gary lane brad pitt from world war z i need this answered now
2: oh I'd say, I've I already forgotten the names of the characters, but I'd say character from Inglourious Best. Oh, shit.
1: Shit, Jimmy, where do you land? I'm going to go with uh, his character from World War Z. I definitely think I definitely think that the lieutenant, what was it, Lieutenant, lieutenant Aldo Dan or whatever his name is? Uh,
0: Aldo Rain.
1: Aldo Rain. He, he's fighting for all people, okay, especially the Jews. And he is going to be out there, and he does not he's not going to show up and offend people. He's fighting for freedom, okay? And you got this other prick who hardly knows what he's doing when it comes to a zombie apocalypse. I'm sure that if given the opportunity, he would smear a little fucking shoe polish on his face, walk around singing Mammy. That's just what I'm thinking. Oh, fuck. That, that was a hot start. Scott, have you got anything? I
2: was going to say, like, Fred Pitt's character from World War Z is so forgettable like i barely remember anything that happened World War Z like five minutes after i watched it in cinemas but aldo rain from i believe that's his name from english bastards i know he's fought for the jews and he's you say he's for all people but he would show up in blackface he'd be less offensive he'd be more of a disturbance just getting up while people are trying to give their speeches telling you that the time he killed all those nazis at one time Whereas people are trying to listen to somebody's accepting speech. Like, sit down. Ignore your own. Ruin it for everyone.
0: So you're taking more of a PTSD kind of?
2: No, kind I'm of am just this,
0: Like you've seen some shit?
2: Kind of. I was actually more thinking, like, he's that guy who's done something in his past but won't shut up and won't stop telling you about it, even though he's told you about it a thousand times.
0: Oh. Oh, that's quite, in- that's, that's interesting. That's an interesting point. You've made some good points here. Jimmy, you got anything? To back that up?
1: Well, for okay, listen, it may have been a different time back in the time of or when the Inglorious Bastards were riding high. But I don't yeah. think... I think that, that was
0: called World
1: War Two. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're part of a group fighting for the underprivileged, fighting for the people who have been persecuted, you're not then going to look at another group that's being persecuted and just say, no, not you. Just us, because that's not the way that they'd think. I think that the guy who's only looking out for himself, his character from World War Z, that guy is strutting the red carpet in full, not only black face, I'm talking black arms, black hands, black feet, um, black elbows. I'm talking the whole nine yards, whole nine yards.
2: Like, Uh-oh. from what I remember of it, though, wasn't his whole motivation in World for he not only to, like, survive, but, like, protect these kids and find a cure for this whole thing, so... Like,
1: yeah, he's only looking out for himself and his family. That's all he's is, doing. He's not is, out there fighting for everybody. I
2: was going to say, I don't get that. that like, I think like said, he said he cares about his family, so he's got other motivations other than himself. So I think that's why he's less likely to show up in blackface.
1: Yeah, a white man caring about his white family is gonna do one thing and care about whitey. He's not gonna give a goddamn about anything else, and I think that's the that's the truth. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this off here and make a decision.
2: Well, I had another point to make, but fine.
0: Okay, go go. Make it make your final yes. point. And then so, I'm gonna cut it off.
2: I think Aldoain, like I think he would personally not see an issue in. Showing up dressed as blackface because he's stood up for all people, so he thinks he is one with all people. So he actually shows up think- with his blackface thinking it's okay, and that's the biggest issue with when someone shows up blackface when they don't see why it's a problem.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, so I think, given the arguments that have been made, Scott's final argument just swung it for me. I god damn it. said it out over is more likely to turn up in blackface to the oscars and his uh and it's it's more the family point i don't think he would do it for his family also neither of you said it but world war z there was a strong corporate pepsi sponsorship during that film oh yeah and i, mean, I, I don't, think, I don't think pepsi i don't think pepsi would allow allow that to happen so sorry jimmy i'm gonna have to side with scott yeah, sorry well, you it's can't, you the can't win them all
2: I've got the image of Brad Pitt showing up in blackface drinking from a Pepsi can.
0: It would be really funny if he just stood in front of a vending machine like he was in the film, and then just they zoomed in on his face. They'd <laughs> be like, ah, racist. This isn't blackface, this is the face of a new generation. Opens
2: again.
1: <laughs> the drink's black, a- so so am I. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Fa- I have to disagree though, I don't think it's a face of a new generation. It's the face of the last generation, Probably the generation before that. And Ooh. there's a reason why it's not this one.
0: Oh, and then they all got eaten by zombies. Yeah. So yeah. it didn't really matter. Jimmy, what have you got for us?
1: Uh, okay, well, I mean, this is a pretty straight across the board one. If you're in a jam, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a jam and you need some assistance, and you need uh, a couple of people to maybe get your car out of, like, some mud or... Maybe you're just trying to go get something to eat. Who are you gonna Who are you gonna call? Uh, who what are you gonna try it? and get? Uh, da-da, who are you gonna call when you need help? Harold and Kumar or Cheech and Chong? Discuss. Harold and Kumar. Okay,
2: well, well I guess I'm going with Cheech and Chong
1: then. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the issue you need help with again? Uh, you're just you're you're stoned. You're hungry, and your car's trapped in a ditch, and you need Finding, finding a way out of that jam, out of that situation. Uh, Howard and Kumar, we
0: all know, know how to get out of these situations, no matter how stoned you are. They know how to get you some munchies. But more importantly, they know how to get you Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> and there is nothing more resourceful than an incredibly entertaining and well-thought-of white guy. And they have his number on lockdown. Say so, Howard and Kuma?
2: Well, a couple of points in rebuff of that. First off, I don't think you want them to get Neil Patrick Harris because if those movies showed anything, it shows that whenever Neil Patrick Harris got involved, shit just got worse because Neil Patrick Harris is only out for himself. But if you're, not about, if you're it's in a situation where you're stoned, you want Yuchin Shong there because those guys have, could have been smoking weed their entire lives, so they know probably better than anybody how to get out of a situation. Involved being stoned, whereas Harold and Kumar are, are still very young and are clearly idiots. given by the movies.
0: Yeah, now I don't know who Chee and Chong are, but no one gets more stoned than Harold and Kumar, and that's also shown in the fact that didn't they go to prison at one point?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. the second movie.
0: Yeah, they went to prison. Are they still in prison? No, and they're ethnic in America. How resourceful is that?
2: I was going to say, teaching Chong's whole premise is that they're stoners. That was the whole premise of their characters. Because, so, like, the whole thing is weed. So if if this is a situation where you yourself are stoned, these are the guys you want at your back because they will help you through
0: anything. Were we definitely
1: stoned in this situation, Jimmy?
0: Well, Jimmy said we were. Yeah. Okay. So we're super stoned.
1: What did you say? And our car's broken down. Your car is uh, trapped in a ditch. You know, car like the tire stuck in a little bit of mud and you're desperately hungry. You're looking to get some get some munchies. Well, that's perfect. Harold and Kumar literally got the munchies and solved that problem.
2: Yeah, but what if you're not in the mood for White Castle?
0: Who's not in the mood for White Castle? Their burgers are square.
2: Well, I've never had White Castle, so I couldn't tell you.
1: Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> the, the 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 fun the best thing about that movie is that it's set in like they leave from Hoboken, New Jersey um, to go to a white castle. And there's literally a white castle like 30 blocks from where their house is or whatever. And they decide to go all the way to Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which like doesn't have a white castle. Never had one. They they don't go further down than Princeton. Well,
0: we just, can't call, we can't blame there. the film for being fictional. Uh, it wasn't a documentary, Jimmy. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but I think having Neil Patrick Harris on their side and showing that they already had solved the problem of the munchies, they also went to that awesome house party at one point,
1: and they got the, out of the Princeton. bottomless party.
0: Yeah and they got out of prison That's so resourceful You're telling me they couldn't get a tyre out of a bit of mud They could easily do that They'd find someone to do it for them And it would be charming And no less than 90 minutes
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but I think What I was saying earlier about you know, is If you watch the movies He's clearly never on their side All he cares about is himself like he stole their car in the first film. Brilliant. Tron, he
0: got it out of that mud that Jimmy said it was in.
2: If you want, if you can't get the car out of the mud, Chi and Chong are there. They'll give you a lift because, honestly, they had an awesome car in the movies. And I'm judging that by the one clip I've seen of them and their car. But it's a cool-looking car. I would like a lift in that car. What was it? It had a lot of weed inside it. So there you go. That'll help you forget out your troubles. Like Your car wasn't that good in the first place
0: uh it was probably it was a late model sub.
1: all right well very very intriguing back and forth there for uh harold and kumar versus cheech and chong um i'm gonna have to go with uh with scott's argument on this one god damn it because how dare you pull the nph card again <laughs> pulling what the N NP- the np uh, the neil patrick harris card nph again when did i pull it what K-fabe have court? I talked about him before? Oh, okay. have I talk- oh shit, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I
0: think you fucking.
1: I think you fucking won a kayfabe court because you yeah, brought Neil Patrick, Harris on. On
0: Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. You know what? That's fair. I still don't know who Chee and Chong are,
2: but I'm you glad. Oh, you don't remember? Have you ever seen
1: that '70s show?
0: No.
1: Balance. Oh, good. Oh, god. No. Well, it's Something's on. It's on, wrong with you. It's on so, Netflix.
0: Oh, okay i'll be sure to watch that
1: yeah, don't lie, to lie. Me. don't lie to me
0: <laughs> no i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> well scott two and i you're and you now get the driver's seat
2: i know i, I am i'm honestly shocked right now because like that's not even some of my best argument like so
1: listen like, to I, this motherfucker.
2: Yeah, Ladies and be... gentlemen,
1: I would like to stop the debates. I have here we go. a nomination <laughs>
2: here we fucking go. for
1: the Big Time Fox Hall of Fame. Nathan, c- come here. Talk to me real quick for one second. All right. Sorry,
0: man. Sorry, Scott. I'll be back in a sec.
1: He he wins a couple fucking arguments, and he's like, well, that wasn't even my best work. Yeah, no. What the fuck? You... What the fuck? Yeah, he's like, oh, I
0: didn't I didn't even use my best argument. He's up against a couple of idiots. Like, yeah. Why is he thinking
1: it's like a big deal? It's like being the smartest person with Down syndrome. Like you're fucking fighting from behind at, at the best. Like it's like watching three retards fuck a doorknob. You know? Nobody wins. Not even the people
0: watching. No, and he didn't even realize the point of this. I said this was the biggest questions that nerds and geeks need ask need answering. This isn't a competition. Like, we're asking we're we're helping people. People needed to know
1: And he's about over here that. He's over here acting like he just won the fucking Super Bowl, just going like, well, that's not even my best work. That's not, I, I haven't even done some of my best arguing yet. And now he doesn't even have to argue, so he's sitting up there on the Iron Throne, fucking looking down on all of us. And yeah, shit. pretty much. Like,
0: if... He, he He's lucky. He doesn't realize. He's only here, because cause he's from... Because of where he's from, we get a grant from the government for keeping him on. <laughs> so, like,
2: Guys, I'm
0: running low nine bro over here, so... If... Okay, let's get through this. Like, Let's just keep him keep him sweet.
1: So are, so, so are we putting him in the Hall of Fame for that? Or do yeah, we give yeah, him yeah, like we another, bought, another we, Of course we're putting him in the fucking Hall of Fame. Okay. all right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your newest <laughs> addition to the Hall of Fame for well Big done, Time Scott. and Fucks. Well done, Scott. Give it up to Mr. Scott McLeod, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for him. Glasgow's we- own.
2: I was merely making a point that after <laughs> one in the morning, so I wasn't prepared fully for this, and I, I'm as surprised as anyone else that I won.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: it's it's. Great. I honestly thought that I honestly thought you were going to beat me with that Howard and Kumar argument to be fair, because
0: it was some good arguing, but I didn't. I forgot. Look, you can't play a card twice, and I forgot that I'd already played Neil Patrick Harris to win. Okay, uh, Fab court Rick Flair. Uh, I think I called it. Uh, Flare escape from vegas go back go back through the archives and find that episode it, it was really good
1: um i think well also because scott brought up the most valuable point of all is that neil patrick harris hat like regularly turns on them in those yeah. movies and uh i y- yeah. you can't fight that i love neil patrick harris but sorry yeah
0: i don't really remember the movies very well but scott what, let's let's help some more nerds <laughs> no
2: I actually thought when Jimmy started describing his question that he was gonna have a similar one to me, but thankfully he didn't. But if you're if you need a bit of help and you want some time alone with your significant other, but the main problem is you need somebody to watch your children for you. Who is the most trustworthy between these two options? Wolverine or Deadpool?
0: Deadpool. Fuck. God damn it. Disgusting. We've seen Deadpool look after many things during his time, whether it is in the comic books or the movies. We've seen him look after Negasonic Teenage Warhead. He looked after her. He also lived in a house with a giant metal man. Are we saying he couldn't look after... How old are these children? We'll say one's seven, the other's nine. Well, that's easy. Just give him a dollar, send them off to the arcade, Sorted. Deadpool would do that. Wolverine would be too busy crying about all the people he's lost. Hold on. And he's got Don't his metal you. claws. you got to trust him to pick up a kid where if he squeezes his, his uh, fist too much, fucking adamantium
1: kills your child? That is not how that works at all. That is all, exactly sir. how that works. That is not how that works at all. Logan, listen. Logan is a good, kind-hearted man. You want to talk about child care? Okay, they may have not started getting on at first, but if you look into it, him and X-23 are as thick as thieves. He helped an entire pack of children in Logan find their way to freedom and safety in not too good times uh, after the government started cracking down on mutated peoples. OK, you know know what happened at the end of that movie? Right. He
0: died. He died. That's not looking after a child. Dying isn't babysitting. You can't babysit a kid and then die. That's not what babysitting is. For the good of the children. How do we know they made it? They might have all fucking
1: died straight after that movie. Did you not stick around to the end? They made it. He got killed by a tree. Yeah, because he was fighting off like mutants.
0: Deadpool, Deadpool 2, he saved that kid. That really angry child.
1: The and fat he, kid Deadpool, that was being a dick the whole time? Di- yeah,
0: Deadpool didn't die at the end. Wolverine died. You can't babysit a kid and die. That's not
1: how babysitting works. I think that that's a win-win for the parents because then you don't have to pay the babysitter. At the end, your kid is still safe and Wolverine died, so no money has to spent. Let escape. me ask you what happened.
0: We Can we equate babysitting a child with babysitting a senile old man? <clears throat>
1: I first of
0: don't all, think we can. First of all, I'm pretty sure we can. He was meant to be looking after Professor X and he he didn't. He fucked it all up. Got the government involved. You're know, Babysitting a kid isn't being chased by the government and shot at. That's not babysitting. Oh, then you haven't met American children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, don't bring in your real life we can't even go to school kind of thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these white kids here nowadays, they have handguns they have yeah, semi-automatic yeah, you rifles know what? Wolverine was looking
0: it's, if you want to bring America into it Wolverine was looking after a white child and still got shot at Deadpool Listen, was looking after an ethnic
1: if, if, first of all, no he wasn't hey, was that all, kid was Mexican?
0: no he wasn't, he was from New kid?
1: Zealand he was from New Zealand you couldn't get more white well that's nearly Mexico Oh, honey, go back to school. <laughs> get, some, get some geography homework in. Um, but no, you, you want to talk like safety and whatnot, okay? It, and for, let's, let's be real here, okay? If history has taught us anything, America is always involved, okay? So America is going to be at the forefront of my argument here. You want to send your kid – you want to make sure your kid gets home from school safely or is at home safely in America – you get yourself Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be chain smoking cigars and cursing and whatnot. But you know what? Your goddamn kid will be safe. Your goddamn kid will be safe. Yeah, but when you come
0: home after that kid, you're uh, to, to find your kid, your babysitter won't be dead. Yeah, and then that's the a clarification. Him. He couldn't look after that kid. He didn't look after that kid. That kid had to look after herself because Wolverine fucking died. Yeah, but she got and the Wolverine. She got, learned and a valuable she, lesson. She ended up like him.
1: What yeah, sort of life is a that? Hero. A hero. She's not a hero. X twenty three? We're not even gonna start on that argument because X twenty three is a fucking hero. She wasn't okay? a
0: hero, but you know who was a hero? That kid who like got over
1: all his issues. First of all, no, he didn't. He didn't lose a single fucking pound in that movie. He was that a Wait, wait, wait. Don't had, bringing
0: weight into this.
1: Oh, He's healthy. Dude.
0: Yeah, and Deadpool saved him, despite him being a bastard. All kids are bastards, and you need a babysitter that's going to look after them. Deadpool looked after that kid, despite him being a twat. Whereas Wolverine just died on a tree.
1: That is not. That is a misrepresentation of the facts, sir. Did that he not mis- die on a tree? He died impaled through a tree. Yeah, so the tree because killed. because he was fighting off like the government and you also, know also he was sick. He took on that babysitting responsibility
0: despite being monstrously ill. Yeah, because he's selfless. No, monstrously ill. You don't want a really ill babysitter. Look after you, after your kids because kids are very susceptible to germs. Okay. And look at her. She ended up with claws. Hey.
2: As much as I would like to hear this go on forever, <laughs> eventually we got to bring this to a close. I wanted to bring it to a close after Nathan's Mexican comment, but <laughs> I think I've heard enough. First off... I
1: think based on geographic al- geographic anomalies are like alone, He should be disqualified. Can we even
0: prove that Wolverine was set in America? The world was, like, all blown
1: up. It was set in America. It was in Vegas for most of it, and then he had the children retreat to Canada.
0: Well, I don't think Vegas should count.
1: (laughs) You (laughs) you seen that place? It's like Barter Town from from fucking Mad Max. It's basically (laughs) Fallout. (laughs) 2 men enter, one man leaves!
2: Is this gonna be our thing now? We've started on Texas in the Rumble pod. Now we've got the ones with Florida and Vegas so far. We're we just making yeah. our way through
0: here now. Dude, we have, I
1: have we have 50 states, man. Plenty of jokes <laughs> to go. Yeah, yeah.
0: We've just got a We're just crossing out states. Uh oh, wait for my tight five on Ohio. <laughs> I, I've made my decision
2: already.
1: Tight five in Ohio. Name of your sex tape. Going on. <laughs> yeah
2: a couple of reasons first off nathan's idea of babysitting is deco gives them a dollar and sends them off somewhere else so he doesn't technically have to look after them and plus wolverine would literally die to protect their kid that's not even his so for that reason demi wins it
1: yes ah. suck it nathan that's not babysitting it's that's a very extreme
2: be... form of babysitting it's
1: gonna be is this gonna be your new point of contention like ty dillinger was <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about him.
0: great you. he, he say right about that, though. Yeah, it's yeah, true, actually. He, a bastard, <laughs>
1: he ended up being right. Yeah, he ended
0: up being right. <laughs> he ended up shoot, knocking, killing Cody Rose with a chair. Yeah. <laughs> I was right the entire time. <laughs> that bastard.
1: <laughs> Caved in the poor man's fucking skull. Well,
0: <laughs> well it's because Cody found out he was behind GTV. <laughs> Which is another episode.
1: Much. If you go back through the archives, I think he, that was. that right- on- <laughs> i think that was on our channel yeah oh, okay. uh, i think uh i think if you if you go back you could probably hear us like discussing about that at the time where <laughs> cody gets like railed <laughs> off in the head and you're like no dude cody was gonna expose the truth or something <laughs> sounds like something i would say yeah probably yeah yeah so, all right anyway. what's your question, what's your question?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, there is a bomb right in front of you. Uh, you must receive detailed instructions on how to defuse it. Which Tom Hardy would you rather receive instructions from? Venom Tom Hardy or Bane Tom Hardy? Bane Venom. And Venom—that is—it is Tom Hardy as Venom.
1: Oh, it's not—it's not Eddie Brock.
0: No, no, no. It is Venom Tom Hardy. I still say
1: Bane. I'm still saying Bane. Well, make your case. Bane is, first of all, Bane, if he knows one thing, the version of Bane that we saw in Dark Knight Rises, the one that Tom Hardy plays, that that Bane is the like like extremely intelligent international terrorist Bane. So if there's anybody who knows his way around an explosive, it's Bane. He blew up an entire stadium. And I guarantee you he had those bombs set up and he knew exactly what he was doing. That man was, he was born in darkness, molded by it, crafted by it. And, he, and it, it was the only thing that was important was his plan. And that's really all you need to know is that this man is extremely intelligent. He has extreme, like a, a very deep network of associates and he could have that bomb diffused before it even goes down a few clicks done and done well it's an open it's, and shut case
2: nathan said these have to be detailed exact instructions on how to defuse this bomb i'm not taking those instructions from bane because first off i wouldn't be able to understand a word he's fucking saying in that mask like what that is that voice even <laughs> supposed to be even in that deep venom voice i can still probably clearly understand what venom is saying rather than what bane's saying and plus it's not about how he knows he knows how to defuse the bomb. He clearly doesn't know that much about bombs because the main bomb that blew up at the end of the Dark Knight Rises, we clearly saw Bane kidnapped a scientist to do his work for him. So Bane really knew about bombs. Why didn't he do that work himself?
1: He was a bomber. So he did so intelligent. He didn't need to do that, okay? He had been doing bombs for years. He was, listen, he was born in darkness. He climbed up that well when his body was ready. He was born down there. He knew exactly what to do. OK, he's got an ex- an, a, like an exclusive network of assassins. And that means that man knows a thing or two. OK, this isn't Mexican luchador Bane. This is like extremely intelligent terrorist Bane. OK, and first of all, Venom, Venom, you want to talk about somebody who's out for themselves. He's a symbiote from space. OK, he's not even lo- loyal to the guy to the meat suit he's wearing. All right. He's out for himself.
0: But Jimmy, how do you, just to, to kind how do you overcome, because Scott did bring up a good point, which is the audibility issue of Bane. You are receiving these instructions from him. Like, how do you overcome the audibility?
1: I never had a problem. I saw that movie in theaters and on DVD and on Blu-ray. I never had a problem understanding him. You're fucking Scottish and you didn't understand him. You're going to tell me that you run into motherfuckers on the street that you understand more than Bane in that movie? Because you're a fucking liar. You're a goddamn liar.
2: First off, we don't have to bring nationalities into this. We're not like the he last He was origin. Scottish!
1: In the movie! He wasn't
2: Scottish. He just sounded he it. Sounded, it was,
1: he just sounded like Sean Connery. You're going to tell me that, that Bane wasn't Scottish? Come on now, bro. What that the hell not. you really talking not
2: about? about? Look, can I just make a point here? You keep bringing up the fact Oh, he was born in darkness. Unless you're defusing the bomb in the dark. How is that point even helpful? And
1: plus, he was born in it.
2: Yes, but you're not defusing a bomb in the dark. So that point is meaningless. And plus, you say about how Venom is out for himself. At the end of Venom, he had a chance to leave Brock and go find another host. by the end, he came back to save Brock. and He reunited him a symbi- because he grew attached to Brock as a host. Yeah, because so he, he had compassion. something
1: to offer him, like a turd. In the wind, and he but like he he wanted to eat people. He was making that man eat people. So you just saying yeah. Fi- final points, final points. Bane's intelligent, Venom is dumb. Final point. <laughs> Open and shut case.
2: Well, like if that's and the kind of argument we're resorting to here.
1: We don't need black goo from space coming down here and taking our jobs. That's all I gotta say
2: about that. I mean, Venom is from another world, so he. You don't fully know the range of his intelligence. He could know a thing or two about how to defuse a bomb. You wouldn't get someone else to do it for him, like fucking B- Bane did with Doctor Powell in Dark Knight Rises.
0: Okay. I think, uh, given the arguments presented, unfortunately, once again, I'm gonna have to side with Scott. Ah! I don't think, Jimmy, you never overcame the audibility issue of Bane. Uh, and then when you said about it, you were like, "Oh, he sounds like Sean Connery, and he's from Scotland." Uh, I don't think you've ever seen the film, if you think that.
2: <laughs> I have uh, no point
0: in the advice from Scotland. I would love it if they yeah. did. But... <laughs> also, the thing, I, I think Bane knows how to set bombs and set plans. I don't know if he knows how to defuse them uh, in a high-pressure situation. I don't know. I think Venom would probably just be the better Tom Hardy.
2: Plus, he said at the end of the film, he handed the trigger off to someone else. He didn't even have
0: it himself. God damn it, Scott's just destroying us, Jimmy. Uh
1: over I to you. Had, a lot of you had stealing. a chance to turn that tide, Nathan. You had a chance to turn that. Tide. I, I've
0: got to, I've got to be fair and impartial. I, I'm yeah. a fair and impartial judge. We've got to answer these. We aren't. There's no winners and losers. We're answering these questions for the people. That's fair.
1: That's fair. We're doing this for the people. Exactly. Over to you, Jimmy. Okay, so we discussed a lot today about being uh, stuck in certain situations. All right, so you're gonna want, you know, you're gonna want somebody who's intelligent, has a lot of different ways to get you out of a jam. Now, you're inside of a nuclear reactor. All the doors are sealed. You're stuck in there and you can't get out. You need somebody who's gonna want to be able, gonna be able to blip in, blip out. Really help you and maybe even diffuse that situation on a scientific level, okay? Mm-hmm. Who do you who do you go with? Rick and Morty, or the I think he was the the eleventh Doctor with the two with the two companions Rick and uh, Morty. You, you
2: see the eleventh Doctor, is that Matt Smith one.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Matt Smith with uh, Karen Gillian and uh, the fuck's, Arthur Darvill.
2: Oh yeah, I'm that, pretty sure uh, Arthur Darvill went on to play Rip Hunter in Legends. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about now.
0: Or- Scott, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you one chance. Would you like Rick and Morty?
2: I'll be honest with you, I nah, thank you, can keep
0: them. Oh, okay, cheers.
2: You go in there first anyway, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, you want Rick and Morty because they simply solve all situations. Also, I don't think. Did you say and ideally, solve the nuclear reactor?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, if if possible, if you got the time.
0: I think Rick has shown at numerous occasions that he can solve things at the very last second. Morty, I'm not too bothered about. He's probably just kind of going to be there for the ride. Uh, But Rick is really the main point of it. And he's shown on numerous occasions, like when he was part of that gang of like guardians of the galaxy car bounty hunter people
1: oh what were they Uh, called the revengers or something yeah that's
0: exactly what i was trying to try to decide he solved all those problems like he beat that turret before they even knew it and things like that uh rick is perfect for situations like that so rick and morty easily mostly rick morty will just be there but rick would easily (laughs) solve that and also dr who's just kind of trash Ooh, hot take you say that Scott. As, how do you, you
2: respond? That, he says that when we have a Doctor Who podcast on our back catalogue like, on our feet. As well.
0: Yeah, go listen to it.
2: <laughs> it's really <pretty> good.
1: <laughs>
2: go listen to some people talk about some trash. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's a really good podcast about a garbage fucking show. Yeah, Karen Karen Gillan's there for a bit.
2: I mean, I think you made an argument against your point, Nathan. When you said that Morty would just be there. So, really, what yeah. the hell is the point of him even being there? What, 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 you, you won't what does add? Karen
0: Gillen do?
2: The doctor wouldn't have these two companions with him all the time going through time Why if they didn't have them to offer. To? They clearly have a specific purpose, whereas Morty offers nothing. Are just sends there any what, wines.
0: What? No, no, no. What, what are their purposes?
2: They, help, they assist the doctor. And you got
0: Karen Gillen, and you said they got two. Who's the other one? Arthur, Arthur Darvill. Rory, I think his name was, on the show. What the hell? What do they do? They assist the Doctor. In what? Whatever he needs. Stuff.
2: Hmm? Plus, you say about somebody blipping in and out. Yeah, his whole thing is travelling between time, travelling at different no, places. That and take, hardus, that is this that That's his whole thing. That
0: It takes ages. There's an entire 45 second audio track of it blipping in and out. That's a minute and a half. Rick's like little a time gun portal thing that's a blip in and out the Docks does a blip in and out that tardis takes ages to appear and ages to disappear and usually nearly blows up and also but always Gillen, but
2: more often not it gets there whereas most of Rick's inventions are usually fuck off in some way and plus what have you got against karen gillan
0: no i like karen gillan that's why i keep pointing out she's uh... a <laughs> So you keep so think, as if I it's a think, negative. I don't think she should be included in the negativity of the doctor. What was that? You said the eleventh doctor. It's a doctor so useful. Why has there been eleven? Has there been more than one Rick other than that time there was loads of them?
2: It's the same guy, he just regenerates into different forms because that is what his race of people do after a certain amount of time.
0: Because they fail eleven times. No, just that's what they do. No, because one time he got shot and then regenerated because he had some tea. So yeah, it prevents them from dying. So they don't die they regenerate into a new form seems like a downgrade david Tennant to matt smith that aside
2: he's <laughs> the one you've got in the situation to help you defuse this reactor and he's got that screwed air. that thing can do pretty much anything
0: it can, i don't know if he could do pretty much anything rick's just got any tool that he needs at any one time it's and cool also he, gonna i'm going to bring it back reactor. he actually blips in and out jimmy described this as a blip in and out that tardis if you've ever seen the show, it takes a long time to appear and disappear. That's not a blip.
2: You didn't say how big the nuclear reactor is. That TARDIS could probably get in there.
0: Uh, it's Still, it's not a blip. Like Jimmy described it as a blip. It gets in there. Yeah, it could arrive, but I think it, if we're talking blip, it would blow You're up. You're focusing more. too
2: heavily on this whole blip thing. The, thing the thing blip is, they get is in like there. a
0: click. It's just a get in, get out. It's like Nightcrawler in X-Men when he just disappears and then reappears. That's what I think of as a blip. Like, Jimmy, can you clarify the blip?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you're gonna ideally you would like to get in and get out, but if you know the time, if with the TARDIS you could show up whenever, and Rick could also be drunk, you know. Um, but Rick, like, if I did say blip, and that indicates that it would be like a like a fast sort of interaction. That's instantaneous. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think like you know with. With the TARDIS, you could just go back 10 minutes and still try and figure it out with the information that you have. I don't know. That's a, That makes it a
0: broken question. Because if you're saying that, then he could fail and then just go back and not fail.
1: Isn't that then like the premise of the show? Then that would, would
2: be a bit of team travel. That's, what it's, that's what, one of the benefits, though, is the amount that you can go back I manipulate the information that you have.
0: Then the answer is Doctor Who. So are you both going <laughs> Doctor Who? Well, if you if you can just go back and like Rick and Morty would probably get one shot at the thing. If you've just yeah, said the time up. the time travel thing, he can just go back and do it again. And the answer is probably Doctor
1: Who. So, are you switching your answer? Yes. So we're so we're just gonna go Doctor. Like we're, they, there was really no debate here. I think when we well, came actually, I, I guess I guess sort of this, the fundamentals of the question.
0: I don't this think uh,
1: uh, a then and, I guess by default. Scott is, is clearing house. Wow.
2: I actually haven't, I've never actually watched an episode of Doctor Who. Can I just say, I yeah, was, same. <laughs> I was convinced that was going to fuck me up but that I was convinced you had that.
0: I've never seen Doctor Who, which is why I jumped in on Rick and Morty so hard.
2: <laughs> I've seen a little bit of Rick and Morty, but I thought, like, you got in there quick and I thought, I probably haven't seen enough to back me up, so I'll just take a chance on the show I've never watched. Oh.
0: Well, Karen Gillen was there. Yeah. She's well, there we go. Well, Scott, have you got one last question for us to finish us off?
2: I'll be honest with I only brought one question.
0: <laughs> That's fine. I have one more. Ooh. Have we, have we all seen The Voice?
2: I've heard of it.
0: The I'm, reality.
1: I'm, I'm, show? I'm familiar with it, but I haven't watched so it. So The
0: Voice is a reality show where people come on and sing, but the judges are facing away from the singer, and then they press the button to turn their chair around. If they like who they hear, does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, who is more likely to turn their chair around on the voice and then keep it spinning when they see that the person singing is obese? Tony
1: Stark or Bruce Wayne? Tony Stark. Bru- Bruce Wayne. Well, here we go. Um, I think Bruce Wayne is incredibly. Worried about optics, uh, he's a businessman, uh, much as as is t- uh, Tony Stark. But I think uh, I think Bruce, because he has to like play up uh, his public persona so much to hi- to try and hide the fact that he's Batman. Uh, I think that uh, if he was on The Voice and he happened to spin his chair around because I don't know, fucking Lizzo was there or something. <laughs> I think he would spin that shit right back around or attempt to fight. Uh, now I'm not just making fun of Lizzo. There are a lot of fat people who sing, but he may also attack them for being a uh, clayface. <laughs> so <laughs> I think, I think that he's, I think that on the whole, I'd have to say Bruce Wayne is going to be the guy who's going to be more worried about that because Tony Stark, he doesn't give a fuck. He came right out, had a press conference and he's like, Yo, what up? I'm Iron Man. What's up? Tony Stark Industries over here fucking making weapons and shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm Tony Stark.
2: You see, now, I really think Tony Stark would be more superficial and would care more about appearances than Bruce Wayne because I just see they both do the whole playboy like lifestyle, whereas Bruce Wayne does it as a kind of a front, so people won't suspect them. Tony Stark does it because he can, because he wants to, I think, given his life, so he cares more about appearances, and plus, he is very snarky, so he would turn around and think of a million, like, fat jokes, to make it this poor, like, contestant, all he wanted to do was come and sing their heart out, and, again Tony Stark would come and just make them feel like shit. Uh, so going
0: for that- a very personal attack of that, that they would both be offended so far, by the sight of an obese person.
1: But wouldn't that, if, if Tony Stark would be the one to to turn around and not continue turning the chair to turn back away from the fat person because he wanted to make fun of the fat person, wouldn't that then mean that he wouldn't be the answer to this question? Because the the question was, who was going to spin their chair around and keep it spinning once they saw that it was a fat person?
2: Not necessarily. He would spin around and see them... Probably pull that face they make, that Tony Stark if you see where he rolls his eyes, turn back around, and then turn it to the other judges who haven't turned their chair around and just make a bunch of fat jokes.
0: Yeah, that is that. That is the question. The question is who is more likely to turn their chair around on The Voice and keep it spinning when they see it is an obese person singing.
2: That, that's not how The, the Voice thing works. You spin it around, it stops the have to press the thing again, keep spinning. Around. So yeah, that, keep that, that's, spin. that's
0: what I that's what I mean. So they spin it round, they then see it's a fat person, so then they make it You're, spin back
2: around. You made it sound like they were con- the thing was just continuously spinning when they spin around. You press it, and then you need to spin it around again.
0: Yeah, that, sorry, that that's what I mean. So they spin it around, they then see it's a fat person, so then they make their chair spin back around. So they're then facing back away from the contestant.
2: Yeah, I'm saying, as you he would press the thing, but they'll say in the few seconds where you had to press the button again, I think he would just roll his eyes... Do that roll eye emoji and then just, like, he just turned his chair around Like, I don't see why Bruce Wayne would care about a fat person, like, appearing on The Voice. Uh,
1: It's all about the optics, Scott. He's a businessman. Final (laughs) so I'm cutting it off. It's all about the optics, Scott. The fact of the matter remains is that uh, if you look at uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, uh, he's always just rolling up to uh, events and parties with scantily clad swimsuit models who like to swim in uh, wells and pools and stuff that they're not really supposed to, to swim in. And then he lets the hot women – like he buys a hotel so the hot women can still like play around so then he can go bang them. But if it was like L- Louis Anderson or something, you know, just being fat and gross, he would just be like, ugh, and fucking go back to looking at his phone he'd spin the chair back around, go back to looking at his phone to get more swimsuit models so that he looks like more of a playboy. I think that's where that would land. It's all about Scott, the optics. Scott, final argument.
2: Then as I mentioned earlier on, like they both love that similar kind of lifestyle, but the thing we totally with Tony Stark is he loves it that because he wants to, whereas Bruce Wayne just puts up as a front, so that's not the real Bruce Wayne. I don't think Bruce Wayne would judge someone purely based on the fact that they're fat. Whereas Tony Stark, I think he's more quick to judge the person. I'm
0: going to end it Ended there. I, Based on the arguments made and also one other point that I'm going to make, I'm going to side with Jimmy and Bruce yes! Wayne. And here's why Tony Stark employs a fat person. In Is it happy? Well, you thought the guy's name? Your question was someone who's obese. But no, but I don't, think, I don't think in the Dark Knight films, I don't even think I can picture a fat person being in in any of those films. There, there is, is one. That, there's that cop that he hangs upside down. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and what, what did he do to that fat cop? He hangs him upside down.
2: Yeah, because guy that guy's a criminal, not
0: just because he's fat. <laughs> well... He was still fat. I think Bruce <laughs> Wayne, as playboy, billionaire Bruce Wayne, would be way more judgmental. Also, he bought that entire restaurant so those strippers could jump in that pool. I, I don't see the relevance Did we know time. that they were strippers, or were they
1: just like, you know, trash hustles? No, they were,
0: they were ballet dancers or something. Because then the ballet got closed, because then um, right. the thing went up to the thing, and it was like, ballet closed, because Bruce Wayne bought them. He kind of bought some women. I don't know, that's very cloudy. White slavery, you know the whole. That's the the least of Gotham's issues. Yeah, for real. Batman starts buying women. Um, But I think Bruce won't be more judgmental. Also, Tony Stark hangs out with Gwyneth Paltrow, and if goop, goop, just goop. I knew you you were going to mention goop, didn't you? Just goop. Yeah, that's that's all mention goop, but uh, I think some good. You guys feel better now. Those questions are answered.
2: A little bit, not that last one, but yeah.
0: Right, like you. You are three oh. and one.
1: You are three it's, and one.
0: <laughs> guys, it's not about the competition. It's about answering these questions definitively so that people don't have to think about them anymore. That's fair. Like, stop tearing friendships apart. Relationships are now healed because they know the answer to those questions, and we did that. So it's not about the fact that Scott was right more often than not. So oh, I rate
2: right more often than that.
0: Yeah, that that's the lesson from this episode. Genuinely, seventy-five percent of the time, Scott is right.
1: Seventy-five percent of the time, he's one hundred percent correct.
0: <laughs> but anyway, guys, that'll do us. Thank you very much for listening. If you like this episode, if you like this in, this concept at all, let us know at Rogue underscore. Opinion. If you hate it, let us know at Ben underscore E B E R T
1: <laughs> or Carlos underscore fire 89.
0: Yeah, Evil, whichever one will reply to you quickest. Send it to both and let us know who replies quickest. I'm at Nathan Greenway. Scott, where can people find you and what have you got going on?
2: Uh, you can find me at Scott McLeod1996. Uh, you can find my other podcast, Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast at sp Rambling on Twitter. We occasionally do these retrospectives from time to time, and we're doing a big one. And you know, we're to probably split up into parts where we're doing a retrospective on the entire run of Impact Wrestling from like when it was TNA up until now. Because Paul is really into Impact Wrestling at the minute, so we thought, "Fuck it, why not?" Oh
1: God!
0: And Jimmy, where can people find you, and what have you got going on?
1: Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Mr Riot. That's M R R I zero T. Because you know the end of that phrase already. I'm not going to bother saying it. But more importantly, you can find me hosting a little show that I do on YouTube with the uh, with Pro Wrestling Magic, the wrestling company that I work for, right here in, in uh in uh, Richfield Park, New Jersey, rather. Um, and we have a show called Monday Morning Magic. It comes out every single Monday. Our YouTube page has all 14 episodes. Uh, that also includes our full-length hour and 25-minute special, The Roaring Twenties, totally shot in black and white. Um, it's fantastic. A great group of uh, people are on it, except for Meadowlands Monster, who bullies me, and John Tella, who's bald and is always angry. Um, we are building up to our next big live show that Nathan will be joining us at on February 22nd called mm-hmm. Family Matters. So That's I'm sure true. we'll... We'll be able to get some uh, some firsthand uh, reactions from one Nathan Greenway uh, after that show takes place. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, YouTube.com slash Pro Wrestling magic or Facebook.com slash Pro Wrestling magic or follow them on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Magic
0: fantastic yeah i'll be there on the 22nd so we'll do a report on the show for you guys to let you know how it is but otherwise thank you very much guys for listening again let us know what you think of this concept and we'll carry on because i think we had a lot of fun doing it otherwise check back through the archives you got everything you got the bantamunic football podcast and naked men podcast as well which will be returning uh probably after this episode goes up and all sorts of other stuff but speak to you guys again soon bye
1: master debaters Think I'm just too white and nerdy Can't you see I'm white nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy